Hey guys, before we get started with the episode, I just have two announcements to make. One, uh, I have the Jibs Journal is out now. I send a weekly journal uh, through email every single week that covers uh, episode highlights, tips and tricks that the entrepreneurs in the show have gone over, um, and just other cool things that are happening. If you're interested in being subscribed to that journal, uh, the link is in the description. The second announcement is I've released a course. Uh, so the course is how to crowdfund for your passion project or side hustle. Uh, I crowdfunded over $65,000 in less than 90 days um, through my organization called Research Detroit. Uh, and the, the class is going to cover you know, the nitty-gritty details on, on how I did that, how I delega- delegated the tasks with my team, the templates, the samples. Um, it goes into full detail on how to run an effective crowdfunding campaign. Um, so if you're interested in taking that course, the link is in the description as well. It's just about getting up and doing it and like, you know, finding the time, finding the people and making it happen. You take control and you say, okay, this needs to be done and you do it. And you're never ready to start a business. You <laughs> just either, you either do it or you don't. Welcome to the Jibs Podcast, showcasing Detroit's movers and shakers, bringing you stories that reveal the gusto and grit that's long defined the city and its people. Together, we'll uncover the history and direction of the Motor City, one voice at a time. This is the Jibs Podcast with Jabron Ahmed. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the newest episode of the Jibs Podcast. I'm here with Taylor and Tommy from Motown Motivated. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Oh yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah appreciate, appreciate it. Having us on the show today. Absolutely. Can you get? Well, let's just get right into it. Uh, what is Motown Motivated? Yeah. So Motown Motivated. What we define ourselves as is a collective of entrepreneurs, and it's saying that what we do is. We have different ideas, and although we are considered a team underneath Motown Motivated, we all may pursue different ideas, and we just attack those ideas as a full unit. Um, what we offer to the community, because we we're definitely thrilled to be able to, to have an outreach to the community, is sharing knowledge that we've gained. And when I say that, I mean we have a network of people that we're just lucky to have, mm-hmm. absolutely lucky. And we're able to take that knowledge that we gain from people from a mass amount of different backgrounds and leverage that knowledge to other people. Um, we believe that's the way to really grow the community, just get down on grassroots and just grow it up. Yeah. So that's what we consider Motown Motivated. Can you guys talk about what motivated you guys to start Motown Motivated? Yeah, for sure. Um, so pretty much really how it really started is we, as a couple guys, right, we wanted to get into real estate and what we realized in order to do what we really wanted to do, you had to have a, a real estate brokerage license. In order to get a real estate brokerage license, you have to be licensed and work for so long until you can have that. So in the meantime, so okay, well that's not the plan. So what other resources can we can we use to, to get to where we want to get to now, right? Right now, currently, I don't think we even talk too much about real estate. We just got other ideas. I don't other, even think we talk at all, right? <laughs> but these other ideas are just flourishing into something that we, we never really thought about. And we as we as glad, man. We glad yeah. of the ideas that we're coming up with. And we, like I said, we met like a lot of good people are, are, along the way. And we've impacted people and people have impacted us. And we just want to bounce back our ideas with other people and hear the ideas bounce back against us. Yeah, yeah. I, earlier you talked about, you know, uh, kind of giving back to the community in the beginning. Uh, like uh, You guys learned a lot on your journey so far and being able to teach other people what you've learned is extremely important. 
uh, you know, at least for me, you know, giving back to the community that you're from or uh, the people that don't have the same access that you have been lucky enough to have, you know. Uh, so can you talk about uh, how you guys are, you know, involved in your own communities and what your kind of hopes and dreams are in the future to uh, kind of help your own communities out? For sure. Um, so like I said, we want to leverage our knowledge, right? But we've also went into the community. It's, uh, we participated and helped put on a, an event in the Yorkshire community on the east side of Detroit, which we went out with the lead Detroit, the Yorkshire community, and be out of Detroit. Mm -hmm. Painted a fence, uh, beautified a, a park. Um, it's a couple plots of land. We can call it a park. <laughs> you know, and yeah. stuff like that is small, but it's impactful to the youth. And youth is what we need to grow because people are old. So if you're 60 years old, it's sale. But youth, if we gotta, we gotta give the youth the knowledge that they need to succeed. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that's just a starting point for us. We started in November. Mm -hmm. That was our first big project. Really, big, I would say that was yeah. our first really legit big project. Big project to put us out there. Yeah, and that's just the beginning. We just gonna keep rolling. And yeah. also, also just to touch on that, I don't. Uh, not just in doing projects, but just in our actions, by just being a role model. Uh, I think that helps with our push in terms of bettering the community. Because if a kid, a kid sees uh, that you was able to make it out uh, the same situation that they're in now, I mean, I believe that's very empowering. So. Yeah, I, I completely agree that you know being a role model is really important, especially in today's day and age. Uh, can you guys talk about role models that you've had in your life that have impacted you? Uh, first, uh, the big one, I would probably have to say my mother. Yes. Uh, my, my mom was a single, single mom, five kids. I mean, all of her five kids are, I would say, doing pretty well or better than most. Mm -hmm. And um, just seeing her get, to, I mean, really put her, put her work pants on every day and go out and do the best that she can for us. I mean, that has had a huge impact on my life, I would say. Yeah. So, Sure. My biggest role model, model is my father, hands down. My father raised me by himself, and he had his own trials and tribulations, and it's different because typically a kid, if he's raised by a single parent, he's raised by their mother, and the stuff he showed me as a, as a kid, I just, I, I just want to make my old man smile, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Say the same thing, So if, if I'm making him smile, which I do, I know I'm doing something right. Yeah, and uh, that's what's that's my my biggest role model. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I think it's really great to see just young people that are driven in general, right? But for people that are listening or for people that are watching, uh, maybe they feel lost or maybe they don't know where they want to take their career. They don't know about different opportunities that are accessible to them. Like, what kind of advice would you have for younger people or even older people that are that don't know where to take their life? Uh, the advice I would give is say. Uh, Persistence and consistency. Consistency and patience. I'm sorry. Yeah. Patience. I mean, you have to have patience. Any nothing is going to happen overnight. I mean, I've learned that. Uh, I mean, of course, we want our business to be the most, the top business in the, in the state of, in the state of Michigan. But of course, we know that's not going to be happen overnight. But we understand that if we're consistent with our plan and our goals, then it'll, it'll happen eventually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would sure. you say, Aaron? I mean, Taylor. I'm sorry. Um, what I say is. One goal I've always lived by is if you're doing something you like, you never really work, right? So if you're a person, you don't have a lot of money, which a lot of people that we deal with necessarily don't have a lot of money, right? So we deal with people, small businesses, startups, entrepreneurs. They don't have a lot of money. They don't understand 
what it really takes to start a business, that you actually can start a business without having a massive amount of capital. Um, so whatever you may do throughout the day that's just fun to you, well then, okay, go ahead and do it. So if you're good at cutting hair, then go ahead and do that. If you're good at being a chef, go ahead and do that. Mm -hmm. So leverage the, the, the talents that you already have to get your maximum return. Yeah. So that's, that's what I would say. Yeah. Uh, have you guys ever ran into obstacles in your own personal lives that really stick out in your mind? And how did you overcome those obstacles? Wow. Yeah. I would, for me, my big one, I would probably have to see, I have to say, uh, get, getting kicked out of school. Yeah. Getting kicked out of school. I mean, when I got kicked out of school, I felt it was the end all be all. I was, you know, because I, I had so many people that would push for me to do better and to do better than what uh, people in, my, in the last generation of my family did. And the, for, for me to get kicked out of school, that was like a hurt. To, that, was, that hurt in my pride a little bit. And I, was, I was like, I don't know if I can make it. But then, of course, you know, my mom, my mom coached me up. She said, hey, you know, this is just an obstacle. It's, everything going to be better tomorrow. And living by that, like everything's going to be better tomorrow, living by that mindset, I mean, everything did get better. So I stayed, like I said, I stayed persistent and uh, patient, and then it came. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, For me, I say the biggest obstacle that I ever had to overcome, um, I didn't necessarily come from a rich family, but I wasn't, you know, necessarily poor or anything like that. But I see a lot of people start, say, on step 17, I started on step one. I had to put myself through college and pay for it and work full time. Uh, it takes a lot. Yes. <laughs> it takes a lot yes. of determination. College is not cheap. When you know, when, when you, when you get those, those, those bills. So I was able to fully go into a full time role and actually be successful in, you know, at what I was doing at that time, uh, pay for myself through college. So um, that was definitely one of the biggest obstacles. I think that. In this day and age means a lot when people are pretty much just buried with student loan debt to actually be able to come up with the means to actually push their way to college. That's yeah. a lot yeah. for anybody who could do that. Absolutely. Uh, so now before we move into the next you know, portion of the, of the podcast, is there any advice, any like insights, any... Maybe you guys have like really efficient ways of production, like when you guys are working, uh, like any mental models, just anything in general, books that you love. Is there anything that you would like to share? To me, my word of advice is just write it down. Whenever I have a goal or anything I need to achieve, I write it down. If you look at it every day, you're gonna achieve it 100%, whatever that may be. And that's how I plan everything out. I got certain stuff that I wanna set for myself, write it down. Check it off. When it's done, it's done. Mm -hmm. And whatever goal I, I set, I've accomplished. Yeah. Um, for me, I would have to say, I don't know who stated the quote, but I know I heard it before. If you uh, fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. So any goal that you have without the plan, it can never be achieved. So I would say work is on, I mean, develop the plan. And once you develop the plan, uh, commit to the plan. And once you commit, you achieve the goal. Absolutely. I think that's some good advice. Uh, so next, I know you guys want to talk about you know how to use data and analytics um, on when it comes to like starting a business or developing developing a business plan. Um, so where do you guys want to start with that? 
Uh, data, data. Yeah. Data is a big subject. I mean, you, when you talk about data, it's so many different forms of data. So you can think about, if you look at um, Google, Google uses data so much to determine what their customers want. So, for instance, it was a study that was done, I believe, uh, back then, or my friend was, I, I believe Aaron was telling us a while back that um, they could actually, Target could actually predict uh, that when someone was pregnant uh, just by the searches that they searched. And so he, uh, Aaron actually told us that uh, his teacher got a, uh, a mail from uh, targeted, a mail, uh, email, a mail from Target, a coupon uh, for diapers. And he was, he was like, well, how did I get, why am I getting this mail from uh, Target for diapers? And uh, they, he said that uh, two weeks later, she found out that she was pregnant. Wow. And that was all done through data, data analysis. So data, people don't understand that, that you can use data to basically predict the future or give you insight on the future. And by, and by what I mean with that is, say if I have, um, say if I'm a, a lemonade stand, I have a lemonade stand, correct? And say I pass out pamphlets on a summer day and I record my sales, I record how many pamphlets I sold that day. But if I have that data in like a spreadsheet, I can't see the trends between the data. But if I put that data in graphs, charts, other various tables, I can make sound decisions and see correlation between the data. So say if I put um, my, uh, the number of pamphlets I sold in a day, I mean the number of passes, pamphlets I passed out in a day, and the number of lemonades I sold in a day on a line graph, I can see that uh, they have a direct correlation between the data, between those two data points, which means that uh, my, the number of pamphlets that I uh, gave out that day is going to kind of somewhat sort of dictate the number of lemonades that I sell that day. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, I know if I want to make more money, I, could, I should put out more pamphlets. Yeah. yeah. I, how does somebody... I, you know, there are a lot of people that are starting businesses and they are just kind of like doing things and not really recording what's going on and when they happen. And actually, even if people are recording, they don't really know how to read that data. Uh, so how, how do you begin to interpret data? Exactly. I, I, think, I think what needs to be touched on is that, like you said, a lot of people understand how important data obviously is from big to small, from a Fortune 500 company to it's a one-person a one band. So pretty much what we're here trying to do is just like I said, give that information out to people. Um, and we want to do it to, in, a, in an easy, simplistic way. Uh, we don't want any kind of big, robust system out there and throw it at people and they don't understand what's going on. We want to sit down with people, come up with a complete plan on how we think they need to be, how they need to, to take the data that they're getting, whatever that data may be, if they're selling something, the actual product or it's a service-based company, this is your data, this is what we're seeing, this is how you need to take this data, use it to get the most that you can get out of your time that you put into your company. Because mm -hmm. just like everybody else, you know, you gotta you gotta think about your time. So if you just beat your head against the wall day in and day out, and you don't understand that you already got the data here just to help you make a far better business decision, that you say instead of doing A, I need to be doing B or C or D, then you're gonna be stuck in the same spot. So what we want to do is be able to create dashboards which 
everybody's would be completely different based off of whatever your service, like I said, or product is, and just make it easy for somebody to view it. Once we do that, we'll be able to make smaller companies, entrepreneurs actually grow a business easier than what they've already been doing if they have or if they have not. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people just don't understand that. And we can, we can give them that, that knowledge just because we've been lucky enough to understand how important data is in the actual company role. Yes. And if you take like a simple spreadsheet, so like I was saying, if I recorded my information in a simple spreadsheet and I just had it all tables, I wouldn't be able to understand the different relationships between the data points because it's so many different variables and numbers that is that goes into that table. I wouldn't just just physically the human eye wouldn't be able to capture the trends or the the correlations. Uh, so what, like I said, what, he's, what uh, Taylor was talking about with putting together the dashboard. That would help the user or the, or the customer or the client be able to visualize the data and see the relationships between the data points. Yeah. All right, let me throw a scenario at you. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to start a, like a cupcake business, right? And I make, I make bomb cupcakes. And I know that people love them. They're called right? bomb cupcakes? Yeah, they're called <laughs> bomb cupcakes, oh, Bomb cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Go get some bomb cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> and I sell them like at random prices depending on my relationship with that person, right? Mm -hmm. I might sell my mom or, or my like my aunt or my uncle like a cupcake for like a dollar, but I might sell a random person that heard about my cupcakes for like three dollars, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but there's no like business out of it. I'm just kind of making cupcakes and selling them. But like I want to make this into a business. So like how can I start recording different data points, like what data points should I start recording? So I know like, hey, I should be selling them for this much on um, these days, like so on and so forth. Like where would I begin? For sure, so I think it's a couple things that you wanna look at in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a food food service kind of background. One thing that you gotta think about is what's your highest days of sale? Typically in food, it's more so towards Friday and Saturday and Sunday because that's when people are typically off of work. So I would assume that you would probably be Selling most on those days. Don't want to make assumptions because I just don't know about Bob. <laughs> but Bob cupcakes could be selling every day. I would, yeah. I would assume that. So that, that's something that you want to look at. So if that's the case, right, then why would you ramp up production on Monday if you know you're not going to sell that many on Monday or you're going to turn around on Friday and sell, let's say, 100 on Monday you're only selling 10, right? So you're thinking about the time you're going to put into it. So why are you putting the same, say, five hours in on Monday that I could put it in on Friday? it get way more return on my investment. Right. But it's something simple, but mm -hmm. it's something to look at and it's something that a lot of people don't look at. Yeah. 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 I, I would also even say this. It would the data will give you insight as to which cups which cupcakes to sell. So say if I offer a chocolate cupcake and a vanilla cupcake and I realize that the chocolate cupcake from my data that I've been recording is selling more than the vanilla cupcake on Fridays and Saturdays. I know that on Fridays and Saturdays, I will have more chocolate cupcakes. Mm, that makes sense. So uh, if I want to start recording data, what can I use? Like what software can I use? Excel. Excel. Yeah. Or honestly, what people use, this is the older, the older age, people use pen and pencil. Yeah. Pen and pencil. A pen and pencil can simply do the trick. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we understand that, hey, you know, data is really important, right? Uh, 
So how are you guys using data, you know, for Motown Motivated or in your own personal lives? Like, how have you seen it affect what you do? Well, simply, uh, I, I can start. I can work. Uh, I work for uh, one of the big, biggest logistics providers in the country, in the world, I would say, uh, DHL Supply Chain. And data drives all our decisions. So in order for us to have, in order for us to have cost savings for the customer, we have to present data. Data confirms everything. If I went to the customer and said, hey, I feel like we can have cost savings here, here, and here, but I have no data to prove it, they're going to say, no, that I don't, I need proof. I need visual proof. And the data is, is what helps me prove that my insight or my inkling or, or kind of gut feeling is correct. Mm -hmm. So on the level of multi-motivated, how we actually go about pretty much piecing our time together because we are a team. Um, and while we are a young team, we still have projects that we do in fact tackle. Uh, how we go about doing that, we understand, because some people look at us as pretty much, when we, when we tell people what we do, it's okay, you're, you're a business consultant. We don't necessarily look at ourselves as business consultants, right? We want to go into the community and actually do good in the community. That's, that's absolutely what it is, right? Um, so if we have projects that we have to hit, we understand how much time it's going to take for certain projects just based on the whole workload that we get from the client that we're dealing with. So then we can parcel out our time to how much time we need to devote to this, how much time we need to devote to this, to actually complete this job at a 100% success rate. Um, and that's easy because at that point in time, we can just say, based off of previous experiences, this is how long we suggest it should take to do this. This is how long we suggest it take to do this. At that point, we say, okay, we can tackle this in, we can tackle this there, boom, our job is done. Yeah. We got happy people. Okay. <laughs> for bomb cupcakes. For bomb cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, and if anybody's listening and they want to do bomb cupcakes, go ahead. <laughs> Perfect. Bomb <Yeah>. cupcakes. <laughs> I'm definitely buying. I'm take, I'll take three. <laughs> um, is there anything more on you know starting businesses or using data um, or business plans that you want to talk about? Um, so pretty much for us, um, the newest thing that I want to talk about and I'm excited about everybody excited about the multi-motivated team is us actually having a physical location here at the Innovation Center. Um, big news, um, smiling cheek to cheek here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, not, yeah, man. It's a, it's, a, it's a stepping stone for us. Um, we wanted, it's, we were planning on it being called the multi-motivated studios. Uh, we want to offer podcasts studios for people who have small businesses who want to be able to put their message out to a bigger role that they just may not be able to do it at their home or maybe not even comfortable doing it at their home, right? Mm -hmm. Or wherever they may be. Um, but on top of that, on top of that idea, we just want to make it a full multimedia studio where we can offer those analytical uh, services that we can offer. Um, people can come in, take photos and it just be a full-fledged studio just for creative people to come in, enjoy themselves, Get work done. Yeah. Get work that sounds amazing. Uh, question I like to end on mm -hmm. is you guys are Motown motivated. Motown is Detroit. So what to you individually makes Detroit so special? That's, I mean, that's... Everything, no. I would say... You did not say Fago. I mean, that's a hard question, uh, but 
for me, because uh, I've been, I would say I've been living in this, I've been living in this city all my life. Um, I would say the culture. I mean, when I walk down the street and I nod my head, and another guy nods his head back, mm-hmm. the culture. Mm-hmm. I would say the culture makes. makes we definitely stole mine. It's just something about we live in Detroit. It, people just understand that you are from Detroit. When you go out of town, you say, "Are you from Michigan?" Yeah, I'm from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of figure so. Um, and it's hard for me to really pinpoint pinpoint that honestly. It's just so much stuff I love here in the city. I'm a resident of the city. I stay in the city. I wouldn't move out the city. Um, man, everything, man. But well, all I know for sure is, like I said, we want to see Detroit flourish, and that's why we put made our name Motown Motivated because we are motivated here in Motown. Yeah, and we want to drive everybody else to be the same way we are. Yeah. Push everybody else to be successful and reach their dreams and goals and aspirations. Absolutely. Uh, for people watching, for people listening, if they want to get in contact with you guys, where can they go? So our uh, we have a social media page. It's uh, Motown Motivated on Instagram, Motown Motivated on Facebook. Um, that's where you can find us at. Oh yeah, and you can also uh, view our website at MotownMotivated.com. So. Yep, so we have different avenues if you want to reach out and get a hold of us we are available yes cool well guys I really appreciate you being on the show appreciate you having us man. oh yeah thank you for having us thank man. You, thank absolutely you. and now we're neighbors so oh yeah we're neighbors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah I'm excited man I'm excited I'm yeah, so excited me too okay. well cool uh, and for everybody watching and listening until next time stay tuned cool cool <laughs> <laughs>